I don't know if you've noticed. We're live now. Did you see oh. the title? Did you, did you see the title of this podcast? No. What did it say? Fox and Hughes injured. Aho is a dirty player. It's fair. Okay. So now we um, got to hop on our phones and put it out that we're live. You always get so annoyed at this, but it's I'm not it's annoyed. Like, it's just it's, you know, it's you know, it's not really planned out. That's all. Uh, well, I don't know. I feel like if people are tuning in, those are our real listeners, dude. It's like one of those like. How do you know when when a flash mob starts? You don't know; it just happens, and everybody loves. You're it. equating <laughs> you are equating us to a flash mob. I think so. I think I think you're <clears throat> probably right that we probably well myself could probably be better in terms of letting people know. But um, yeah, I feel good about it. All right, but, hey buddy, I just put it out. I'm putting it out right now as we go. Not now. All right. Well, I'm gonna hit the intro. We're gonna All hit right, the intro. hit the intro. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Morning Skate, episode 303. Again, Fox and Hughes are injured, and Sebastian Ajo is the dirtiest player in the league. You got your host, Ked, here, joined by my co-host, Brownie. Brownie, what's going on, dude? Nothing. I'm uh, trying to figure out how to take a picture while I'm talking. Did it. I, I think you got this. You're capable of doing it. Yeah, that, look at right? that, man. So, yeah, if you see any stumbles on our social media, that's me trying to let everybody know that we're live. It's my favorite part of doing the podcast, honestly, just the scramble of trying to let people know. <laughs> But again, it's like a flash mob, dude. If you're cool, you're. I don't. You're I, I really. I don't. I don't really care for that flash mob. I don't think that's a, a good thing. Is that a thing? I don't. I mean, know. We, got, we already have people watching right now. I think we have three people watching. So. Oh, it's your buddy with the boat. Probably uh, more than likely, dude. Probably him, Bryce, and oh, now there's only two. So that's probably it. Yep. See, you scared people off because everybody wanted to be a part of the flash mob. Well, hey, come on into the flash mob. Part of it, I'll do synchronized dancing. Yeah, the whole time. is that what it is? Synchronized dancing? I think so. Yeah, it's not synchronized swimming. I would say dancing. But episode three hundred and three, still getting accustomed, still getting that, accustomed to this whole that, like daylight savings time thing. Is that this Detroit? Is, Detroit area code three hundred three, uh, or is it three one three? In my I head, know, I hear Eminem. I think it's three one three. Yeah, that was cool. That was a live man. What a pretty what a throwback that was, dude. That was pretty yeah. good. So you're wearing a St. Louis Blues hat today, huh? No, it looks like it, dude. It kind of no looks yellow like in the St. Louis Blues. What? There's no yellow in the St. Louis Blues, is there? You're lying. This is not a St. Louis Blues hat. You know that. I, don't know. I guess this is a St. Louis Blues podcast. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, shout out to Cronin. I'm sure he's probably going to enjoy that. He's probably going to just make that picture of you that had on his cover picture on Facebook and just let that ride from now on. Oh, uh, you make it sound as if Cronin doesn't already have pictures of me all splattered <laughs> all over his ceiling. You're probably not wrong <laughs> over his ceiling splattered. The words chosen for that description were kind of problematic. But everybody, welcome to the pod. We're going to hop right in. We're going to get some Mia Culpas going. So uh, here it is. Hi, this is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mia Culpas with Kat and Brownie. Uh, join in. Hold on. That's the last one. I just I just updated all our social media while we were talking. I fucking love that for us. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, All right, yeah. so Mia Culpas. Mark andre Fleury was born in sorel Tresse, Quebec, which is about an hour outside of Montreal. So that's why he got that big uh, ovation. Remember we were talking about that. 
Uh, and the shot blocker that you were talking about was David Savard, not Denny Savard. Okay, yeah, two completely different styles of player. Uh, two yeah. different generations. Yep, but yep. hey, still NHL hockey players nonetheless. That's true. And the guy who tried to pull the plug on the plane apparently was his first time using mushrooms. So like, here's one for you. Like, I can't believe this needs to be like said out loud. If you're going to do mushrooms, maybe don't fly a plane. Apparently, the guy was suffering from depression. So, better help. Yeah, dude, don't better help slash TMS. Doing if you need help, call. You know. Yeah, if you if you find yourself behind the cockpit of a, of a giant airline and you're thinking about doing mushrooms and you're a little bit sad that day, TMS, dude, BetterHelp.com. Let them know. I feel like we've talked about this before, but I know we've talked about my confidence issues, which I. Ha- feel like I have way more than I should. Okay. I think I could land a plane. Oh boy. You I mean, really not with that? everybody screaming in terror, but I think if there was an emergency and they were like, who can keep their wits about them? I'd be like, from like seat 32B, I'd be like, I got it. I think I would try to find the smartest person on the plane and have them do it. I don't think you have to be smart. I think you have to be cool i mean you can't be like a drooling moron but you got to be uh you got to be able to uh the ability to think under pressure and to keep your composure yeah so i think i could do it i think you got to be pretty smart to land a plane not if they're telling you what to do you know the air traffic guy yeah i i mean pull back on the yoke hit the brakes flaps all brakes. Make sure you have the little wheels down. You know, I'm pretty sure there's a brake. You saw Top Gun when he pulled that thing and they flew right over him. That's a brake. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you can land a plane. For reverse sure. thrust. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Put the plane in reverse right when it's supposed to hit the ground. See what happens. <laughs> Do you know so. for the longest time when I was a kid, I thought, you know how Wiley Coyote steps off stuff right before it crashes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was true. And my dad caught me on the roof. I don't know how old I was with like oh, a piece of two by four. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I just want to try this. Just let it happen. I can land a plane when I'm older. Just let it, it's gonna be okay. I was like 26. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Last year. Okay. <laughs> so not too many mea culpas. We love that. We're gonna get yep. NHL on the news. We we have a lot to talk about. So yeah. All right, NHL on the news. We have some really sad couple of tough ones. Yeah, man. Um, Adam Johnson, he appeared in 13 NHL games for Pittsburgh, uh, tragically passed away during a game in England for the Nottingham Panthers. Uh, He was just 29 years old. Police are investigating the incident. Criminal charges are not being ruled out at this point in the wake of the tragedy. The English Hockey League mandates net guards. A number of AHL teams are starting to wear them, too. Uh, Per our guys at World Hockey Report, WHL has made net guards mandatory starting on Friday, November 3rd. If you guys remember, that's the league that I would draft out of. They're classy and they play hard. Mm. Um, On Friday, Ontario University Athletics has made net guards mandatory in men's hockey. I I find that kind of a problem with that. Like, why didn't they say women's hockey? Maybe they don't have a women's team, but just like make it mandatory across the board. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, I saw that TJ Oshie is wearing... Like a neck guard, um, Warroad, like shirt. yeah, Warroad, that's yeah. his company. Uh, Eric Carlson had one on, just really, really brutal. Um, the penguins yeah, actually, the Penguins did- mandated it for AHL and ECHL, yeah. The Penguins did a really nice job with the video, too. Mm. Um, they interviewed Crosby, and Crosby was talking about how great of a teammate he was and how he'll remember the first goal. Uh, Neil Pionk, 
uh, defenseman for the Winnipeg Jets was like best friends with him. And he said, yeah, super he, emotional. Yeah, he took a penalty and that's all he was thinking about in the box. It's really, really, really fucked up. Um, what I don't enjoy is that now we have like political figures trying to get involved in this. I don't know if you've seen this where like people are placing blame on the dude who hit him. People aren't placing blame on the dude that, that hit was him. super. I only saw like a few angles, but that was super awkward and looked like a not a normal hockey play. No, it didn't. It kind of looked like a Mortal Kombat, like yeah, weird move. Him, right? Yeah, like that kind of thing. Yeah. I think maybe he got kind of clipped a little bit, which allowed his game like, to go I up. Um, I think at the end of the day, we can all just kind of agree that this is fucking brutal, right? It's horrible. Like, Twenty nine yeah. years old man just out playing in England and just really, really sad. Um. Yeah. I know that I think it's kind of cool that neck guards are kind of being brought back. I know in like high school hockey, we would always have to wear them and everybody would get chirped or like when you play in college, you'd get chirped for doing it. But I thought it was cool that TJ Oshi came out and was like, listen, man, it's a safety. It, it, like I love my family too much for anything kind of bad to happen in a way. Wayne Gretzky came out and was like, if you have to wear them up until juniors in Canada, why take them off? Cause you're embarrassed. Yeah. It's funny is I used to wear when I lost it, but a buddy of mine started wearing them. Uh, and then there were three of us or four of us on the team that all wore them and I ended up losing and I never really thought about replacing it. And now I'm like, well, maybe I should, but I will say shout out to, uh, I think it was Matt Mead. Shout out to my boy Mead. Uh, Maddie described it as getting slowly strangled by a very weak person. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like all that comfortable. My thing about it is like, this is something at least growing up, everybody got chirped for wearing one. And I feel like there's so many other things you can chirp somebody about than somebody wearing a neck guard. Like, it's yeah. really not that bad. I thought Oshis look sick. You mentioned uh, later in the doc, we're talking about Placanic, the, the uh, um, turtleneck being retired. I kind of like TJ Oshis look, how it just fits into. I one didn't day. see him, but it, 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 I thought like it, looked, like, it was like a uh, serious thing, right? It had like a turtleneck vibe to it, dude. Yeah. And I, this might make me soft, but I've always thought like the Alexi Yashin turtleneck was always kind of a vibe. So I don't know. Again, rest in peace to him. Tragic. Yeah, tragic. Horrible. Um, Chicago, second player identified only as John Doe at this time has sued the Blackhawks, claiming the team and organization covered up sexual assault allegations levied against a video coach back during their cup run in 2010. This player, who was a black ace at the time, was between 19 and 20 years old, has filed 15 counts of negligence and claimed that the video coach groomed, threatened, harassed, and assaulted the player. Doe claims that the com uh, complaints were ignored by team management, staff, and leadership, and that the player left the team after the season and has been playing in Europe. This is all allegedly, but yeah. what the fuck, man? Just like you know figure it out right yeah it's i think you're gonna keep seeing more and more of this stuff kind well, the of guy's in jail out. now he was clearly a predator you know yeah he was definitely a sick fuck for sure um you hate to see it it's uh definitely doesn't make the game look good and no, no. it's it's brutal Hey, before we go any further, because that was the serious stuff, although I guess Ottawa, some of this stuff is serious, yeah. but it's more ineptitude. Uh, I just want to say something. It's been bugging me. We were talking about the whole Israel-Hamas thing, remember? Yep, yep. I just want to say this. If you're against Hamas, okay. it does not make you uh, an is Islamophobe. Okay. Okay? I don't and think it makes you an Islamophobe. No, I'm just saying this. If you don't agree with the way Israel is handling, th handling things, it does not make you anti-Semitic. Those are separate things. Mm -hmm. you, can, you can support an Islamic state and also critique Hamas. You can also 
support Israel in its freedom and what it stands for and say, hey, you should not be behaving this way. Those are okay to do. Yeah. No, I, and, and for people who don't really know where this came from, a couple of podcasts ago, we talked about it. So this is kind yeah. of like, uh, we're looking back. I agree. I think everybody should just agree that it's fucking bullshit. Sorry. I didn't mean, but it just, no, you're good. No, because yeah. no, I think, cause you have a background, right? Like in terms of like your religion and stuff like mm-hmm. that, I would feel really weird. Not uh, being... people pulling down pictures of the kidnapped kids in Gaza People getting harassed, uh, Muslims and Jewish people on college campuses. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, I think people need to kind of just get outside and pass a puck around for a little bit. Yeah, there you go. Go go touch ice. Yeah. Um, Ottawa, Brady Kachuk was suspended one game for uh, incurring an instigator penalty in the last five minutes of a game versus Buffalo. If I would take Thompson, head coach DJ Smith was also fined 10K for the same incident. This is the first I see this. This happened? This are this was like this, so the doc for those that don't know we have a document that we share back and forth that we add stuff to as it's it that you add stuff to Whatever. I need to be better but at, we yeah. see stuff throughout the course of since the last pod so you put it in there and you keep adding to it but, I didn't know this but Ottawa because there's been so much fucking shit yeah. going on in Ottawa well, that yeah. it's just kind of blip under the radar keep going it's it's a fucking gong show they were also docked a first round pick by the NHL for their handling of July 2021 of Genny Davinoff trade with Vegas Ottawa will give up its first round in 2024 25 or 26 the Sens announced that they fired GM Pierre Dorian and named Steve Steos the GM presser uh came out. Uh, I know presser, Hold on right here for a second. This press conference, the new owner, Mike Andlauer, came out shot from the head. Yeah, Basically, he was like, Why the fuck is this my problem? Yeah, this all happened, which he's got a valid point, but I understand both sides of that one. I mean, they got my only thing is like if you're gonna be purchasing the team, like wouldn't that have been a question that you asked? A little due diligence, yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially with Gary Bettman. Mm. Um, head coach DJ Smith announced that Tomas Shabbat will be out four to six weeks with a fractured hand from a shot block. Hell of a defenseman. Uh, yeah, I like him. Anderson kid's going to have to try to step up now. Um, Shane Pinto was suspended 41 games under the new gambling rules. Using a proxy was supposed to be 82 games, but NHLPA got it reduced. I think as long as... No, I would. I would, put, I would you put bet on your team to win. It's okay. No, I just. Oh. I think if you're in the NHL, just don't bet on hockey. I think. Well, if, if you're, you're in the NHL, that, yeah, that's the easy fix, right? But right? it's just so dumb, and it's it's so. I can see all the different sides of this because, yeah, it was a stupid thing, and his buddy had his password, and who knows what the fuck they were doing, right? With like four fucking of gambling. There's no way out of this. But the thing is, is he is not the only player in the league. No, no, no. There's no way out of this. I understand that, and those are the rules. But at the same time. Ottawa has a fucking gambling site sponsoring their helmets. Yeah, if you look at the games on TV, it shows the over underlines. Like you can't, you know, it's just hypocritical. It's like it's like somebody got caught cheating on their wife and he's getting yelled at, but they have like AshleyMadison.com on on the helmet. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like the same kind of thing. There you go. Um, and then Craig Anderson was honored before game in Buffalo, had his family out for ceremonial puck drop, and and what is believed to be the first ever ceremonial face off between the two goalies. The goalies took the opening ceremonial face off. Got it. There it is. Yep. Boom. It was cool. It was a cool <laughs> little thing. Yeah. So Ottawa, that's called a that's called a the what do they call it a compliment sandwich? We give you the tough stuff in the middle and the nice stuff on the ends. Well, there's also some other shit with them. I saw that like Brady and Chuck kind of came out and said that the oh, booing fans. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw another clip of him and Chikrin going at it. Where yeah, he was screaming at Chikrin and then came over and like pat him on the ass like let's go and shit. I love Brady. Nights ago, I think. I think that's he's good. Fun. 
I'll tell you, Bergeron used to be so. 15 minutes before I bench him. Bergeron <laughs> used to, uh, on the bench, they would show Pasternak and Marshawn arguing. And Bergeron just with that thousand yard stare, like after a power play, I'm yeah. open. No, I'm open. And then every once in a while, Bergeron would just go, enough. And the two of them would be like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's leadership. It happens. Right? Yeah. 15 minutes in. Um, <laughs> Frozen Frenzy follow up. Some stats from that historical night. Um, total distance skated was 1,440.1 miles, with Seattle skating the most miles at 47.8. There are 54 high-danger goals, with Minnesota scoring the most with six. The hardest shot was Mac- Mike Matheson, 98.77, and the top speed of any player was Morgan Barron, 23.41. Cornell product drafted by the Rangers, traded as a part of that Truba deal, maybe, I think. Sure, yeah. No, because maybe Truba was just for Pionk. Oh, maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe Baron was the Brendan Lemieux. I don't know. I'll have to look at that. Johnny um, Beecher with his first NHL goal, as I'm watching. The baby bees. Yep. Uh, goodbye to the turtleneck. We mentioned this. Tomas Placanic <coughs> officially retired from the NHL. He spent the last five seasons playing in his native Czech Republic. The last three seasons with Yager's team. But prior to that, he logged uh, 1,001 games played over 15 seasons with Montreal and Toronto, putting up a stat line of 233 goals, 375 assists, 608 points, 543 pims, and another... 18 goals, 35 assists for 53 points over 94 playoff games. He won gold and world juniors in 2001. Uh, you probably hate him. I didn't particularly care for him, but he carved out a 15 year career in the NHL and played over a thousand games. So. Middle six defensively responsible. He would have been a great depth piece on the Bruins with that stupid turtleneck. He was just another French Canadian puke. Yeah. 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 Um, Nicholas Batchram released a statement saying he was going to take time away from the game due to his ongoing injury situation. He had hip resurfacing surgery in 2022, only appeared in 47 games, including eight games so far this year. The team also released a statement saying that they support his decision and they will stand behind him when he figures out his future. Kind of a bad look for Patrick Kane. Cause I think Patrick Kane literally had the exact same surgery done over the off season. So well, everybody it, responds differently. Right. But they, they announced the hips, the hips aren't good. Since this was put in, uh, they announced that um, he's done for the year. Yeah. Well, uh, Marshawn had a double hip. Oh, boy. Okay. He did. Yeah, what's in the water in Boston? Yeah, you know, all these, you know, all these pussies do one hip, dude. Marshawn did two, bro. Yeah, he would have done three if he had a third. <laughs> uh, unfortunate, Nicholas Baxter, pretty classy player, right? I don't really think anybody has anything bad to say about him. Mm-mm. Hell of a player, really good, really good two-way guy. Uh, Western University in London, Ontario. The women's hockey team is elected to boycott their season due to an alleged predatory coach returning and the head coach allegedly ignoring their complaints concerns. Multiple players have made allegations of improper conduct against head coach Candace Moxley and the strength and conditioning coach Jeff Watson. Moxley is accused of pressuring players to play through injury and took no action when multiple players told her about Watson's alleged misconduct and sexual harassment. In a three-page letter to the university that laid out the allegations and said, in part, we, the players of Western women's hockey team, uh, will be boycotting any practices and games that Coach Moxley is involved in. The concerns we brought to the university should not be taken lightly. Why is Moxley's treatment of us past and present being swept on the rug? We were silenced by the university. We expected to protect uh, protect us and support us. This is insane. Like a Tough look, man. You know what's funny, though? When I, when I read this story, I was like, made me think. Didn't that sound familiar to you? Yeah, that piece of shit Harvard coach. So I looked her up very quietly in the Harvard way. She was turfed at the end of last year. Wait, this is the same Harvard coach? No, no, no. It just made me think of the Harvard coach. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. But remember, it was all hush hush, and they just turfed her in the offseason, her entire staff. Yep. So good, so, fuck her. And fuck this 
coach too. <laughs> Zach Cassian called it a career. 12 seasons with Buffalo, Vancouver, Edmonton, Arizona. He compiled 92 goals, 111 assists, 203 points. And 661 games played with 913 PIMS. Added another six goals, three assists, nine points in 45 playoff games. Windsor, Ontario native, won a silver with Canada at the World Juniors in 2011. So um, he's like one of the last like old-time hockey players, I think. Right? Like Zach Cassian. What, what's the highlight that pops in your head? Cassian? <laughs> uh, Kachuk. Yep, exactly. Him, him yep. and him just ragged on, ragged like on and, and the refs and the refs not having any clue what to do about it. The refs were like, "Oh, he probably deserves it." <laughs> yeah, like he he uh, and I'm, I mean, obviously, there's players in the league that you don't really want to go in the corner with, but like he would be one of the top five. Yeah, for me, where if I'm going in and Cassian's going in, he's looking at me foaming at the mouth with no teeth and no like vibes around. I'm like, oh, this is gonna yeah. end well. So, Permanently yeah. wires crossed. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Connor Clifton was suspended two games from an illegal check to the head versus New Jersey Devils. Nico Heischer. Who cares? You probably, you know. I'm sure he deserved it. Keep, yeah. Yeah. Keep, yeah. Keep straight up player. Keep your head up. Uh, the PWHL has trademarked following names Toronto Torch, Montreal Echo, Ottawa Alert, uh, Minnesota Superior, Boston Wicked, and New York Sound. After immediate backlash, no further statement from the league has been released regarding the names. What's the backlash? They didn't like the names. They got lit up on social media for these names. These names are horrible, dude. Like, yeah, but dude, can you imagine like you live a life where the biggest like problem going on is the fact of the PWHL hockey team? Well, no, they're trying to get support. They got like a newsletter that you can sign up for. They're really trying to get everything going. And what they did is they didn't announce that these were the names. They trademarked these names mm-hmm. and then released it and they got lit up and it's been cricket since about the names. So, so who, I don't know what, what they're doing. What's the worst one, do you think? The Boston Wicked's horrible. Uh, dude, I don't like the Montreal Echo. Like what? Toronto, is, what is, Toronto Torch, because they burn the city down if they win the cup. I don't understand. You know, I don't know. Speaking the of Ottawa burning, Alert, <laughs> yeah, I mean New York Sound. It's a harbor, right? The Sound is Long Island, right? Uh, yeah, they, yeah they they're horrible names. Horrible names. Uh, Anaheim head coach Greg Cronin got tossed from a recent game versus Pittsburgh after receiving an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty after a goal review. The Ducks goal was wiped off by a goaltender interference call. The team challenged the call, but the video review was upheld. Uh, he lost his mind, got tossed, but the Ducks rallied to tie the game and eventually get the W. The NHL also tagged Cronin with a $25,000 fine for unprofessional conduct at the officials. No word as of yet on how much the refs have been fined. Um, this is, uh, I, I love when coaches go crazy like this. So, like, I, I'm good with it. So do you remember uh, I had uh, Jimmy Murphy on the podcast, right? Yeah. The right, boss writer. And he was tw- he knows Cronin. And he was tweeting out uh, after this, or maybe before this. I think it might have been after the Bruins played. The Anaheim Ducks, outside of a few players, play like pricks, right? And and he meant it very complimentary. So I messaged him. I'm like, so is Cronin like a real fucking dick. And he's like, he is going to have these young guys playing hard. It's the best thing for a young team that's trying to establish an identity. Yeah. And if you look, they came back and who they, they beat uh, Vegas. Vegas. They handed Vegas their first loss of the year. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good, right? Yep. So yep. Um, Paul Stasny hung him up after 17 seasons in the NHL with Colorado, St. Louis, Winnipeg, Vegas, and Carolina. The Quebec native compiled the stat line of 293 goals, 529 assists, 822 points, and 1145 games played 500 penalty minutes he had another 30 goals 43 assists for 73 points in 118 playoff games pretty good uh stasny alongside his brother father and two uncles comprises what is arguably one of the better nhl families i would agree yeah it's fair yeah, yeah. stick taps to him hell of a player yeah um, absolutely 
Talk about a responsible 200-foot player. Fuck yeah. This guy. Yeah. Uh, Willie O'Ree is being honored by the Canadian Post with a stamp bearing his likeness that was released on uh, October 30th, 2023. The stamp shows O'Ree in his signature fedora along with a smaller image of him playing for the Boston Bruins. Cool stuff. Good for Willie yep. O'Ree. Um, the second dirtiest player in the league, uh, Charlie McAvoy suspended four games from an illegal check to the head of uh, Florida Oliver Ekman Larson. Or in the game, McAvoy also got Carter Hagee up high in a play that wasn't called. Uh, Matt Grizzlick and Milan Lucic, they were both added to the long-term injured reserve with a minimum of 10 games or 24 days missed. The Bees also signed Dan Hine, and the guy doesn't go away, uh, to a one-year 770. i got to be honest with you. The day they signed him, <laughs> he played that night, and I think he got like 16 or 17 minutes, and he he was noticeable out there. Yeah. I mean, we, we could talk about Charlie McAvoy just really out there trying to hurt people unless you want to, like, move on. He's just watches Truba and he's like, I'm going to do what Truba does. Truba's never gotten suspended, bud. He's never uh, gotten suspended? No. Are you sure? He plays the game the right way, bud. Are you sure he's never gotten suspended? Not on the Rangers. <laughs> All right. Keep that for free. <laughs> I mean, that's a four-game suspension with your boy Marty Walsh, dude. Can you imagine if it wasn't yeah. Marty Walsh? That's probably half the year. He Rafi <laughs> Torres, somebody. Uh New York Rangers, after losing to Nashville at home on 10-19, the Rangers headed on their first West Coast trip, and they did something that's never been done before. They were perfect on their Western swing, going 5-for-5 five five with wins over Seattle, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, and Winnipeg before heading back home. Did you know that they've never done a West Coast perfect? Uh, I didn't know until, like, the final game when that's all that they were talking about. Yep. Um, pretty cool stuff, though. Lobby yeah. Lutz got the bird going. Um, we'll talk more Rangers. They talk about – well, we're talking about Cronin, right? And now talking about Laviolette, clearly coaches matter. Yeah, and yeah, well, we'll get in because he's made a couple changes to that that I kind of like going on. So, um, Joe Thorne has retired after 24 seasons in the NHL between Boston, San Jose, Toronto, and Florida. He played 1,714 games to put up a stat line of 430 goals, 1,109 assists for 1,539 points with 1,272 penalty minutes. Added another 32 goals, 102 assists, and 134 points in 187 playoff games. He also won a gold in World Juniors in 97 to go along with Art Ross and Har Trophies in 2005-2006. In retirement, uh, Thorne is joining Calgary assistant GM Brad Pascal to assemble and manage Canada's roster for the Spangler Cup. Did he never win an Olympic gold? Was he no, not on that team? I don't think he was on that team. He wasn't on that team? That's yeah, insane. I don't know. Maybe I missed it, but I'll have to double check, but I don't think so. That wasn't that. Wow. All right. Yeah, we're going to have to check that out. And he also never went the, uh, the full rooster that he promised. Yeah. Well, it's okay. <laughs> Would have been funny though. Yeah. Uh <coughs> Best Brothers in the 1973-74 NHL season, the Esposito brothers combined for the Hart, Art, Ross, Ted Lindsay, and Vesna trophy in the same season. It's pretty fucking it's pretty sick. Um, and then the Wayne Gretzky for the story of the week. When the Great One was negotiating with LA Kings former owner Bruce McNall. Came to Gretzky with a number that he thought was fair. Gretzky said, no way, that's way too much money. After a lengthy discussion, Gretzky said, uh, well, if you want to pay me that much money, why don't you take a portion of it and divide it amongst all the boys as a bonus? Just fucking beauty. Isn't they? I mean, that's just great. Great story. It's fucking beauty. So that's what we had in NHL. Also, in and this, did you know, I don't know if you know this, it made me think of it with Jumbo there. Uh, Crosby's playing his 1200th game this week. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, yeah. It is pretty fucking nuts, isn't it? it? It's nuts that Crosby has played twelve hundred and Thornton played seventeen hundred. I don't know. I don't know if Crosby's got another five hundred fucking games in. Well, all that's what four four years, right? Yeah, that's a long time. Oh, the games played counts your playoffs too, right? Doesn't it? I don't know how that works. I don't think so. Not sure. No, I think you're right. I think it's regular season because it's yeah. always an additional. So it'll be five years. Crosby yeah. might have five years. 
It's a long time, dude. Well, it depends if he wants to. He's like, 87, so he's 35. So five years, he'd be 40. I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, I if know. he wants to work his way down the lineup, you know, first line, second line. I mean, if he yeah. takes that role, maybe, you know. I mean, he really hasn't, like, hit the brakes at all yet, though. No. So, yeah. Um, all right, dump and change. Here we go. With uh, yeah. just over four minutes left in the first, Boston is up 2 nothing over Dallas. Um, dump a change. RIP Matthew Perry, best known as Chandler from Friends, died in a parent drowning accident, incident at his home in L.A. at the age of 54. He said it was in a hot tub. Sad. Just a guy battled addiction for years and years and just. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's shitty. It's, the always, it's always really sad seeing stuff like that. Yeah. Um, thank you, Mark Davis, as he fires both head coach Josh McDaniels and GM David Ziegler from their positions with the Las Vegas Raiders. The funny part of this story is the guy who's the uh, interim coach, Antonio Pierce, played for the Giants. Mm -hmm. uh, he was named head coach. And as a, at a last gasp to maintain his uh, locker room, McDaniels, they had like a behind closed doors, like an airing of the grievances kind I saw of, that, like, in the, which Pierre never Pierre, fucking work, right? Pierre, they never work. About like playing like the Giants when the Giants beat the Patriots or whatever. And that's and that's what Pierce said. Pierce was like, "You gotta, you know, I was a Giant. We beat the paper, but and I guess McDaniels got all butthurt. He's like, you can't talk about the Patriots and those losses.' And Mark Davis was like, "How about you pack your shit?" Yeah, when because it, it was the three of them in a meeting, fucking yeah. great. And then what the Raiders do? They went out and won, scored the most points they've scored all year. So I mean, against the New York Giants, dude. So yeah, you're far ahead of yourself there. Hey, listen, take the W. Uh, what can only be described as the evolution of sports in Florida? There will be a competition for the title of Florida Man. Contestants will take part in the evading arrest obstacle course, where they will be chased by real police officers over fences and through yards. Uh, category five cash grab, where they try to grab as much cash as possible in one of those wind-blowing booths, and beer belly wrestling. This takes place in February in St. Augustine, Florida. So if you're in the neighborhood, swing by for a T-shirt. If I had nothing going on, I would definitely go watch that. <laughs> like, if I live there, fuck yeah, dude. Can you imagine just getting buckled with the boys and just watching all these Neanderthals like run from cop, getting Idiot. tased? Be fucking sick, Idiot. dude. Uh, in Colorado last Saturday, Colorado State took a 15-yard penalty versus Air Force due to fans throwing snowballs at the Air Force bench. Sure, How would you okay. stop that from happening, right? Of course it's going to happen. It's only snowballs. Yeah. Uh, Josh Brolin, you know who Josh Brolin is? Actually, no. Salute the troops. That's disrespectful. Co fuck you, Colorado State, dude. Why? Because oh, it was Air Force? Yeah, Air Force. Force. Oh, nah. They're playing the Marines. Uh, actor Josh Brolin won Halloween by going out his himself from the movie Goonies to an 80s theme party. It's pretty funny. He That's was the funny. guy doing the curls all the time in the in the Goonies movie. Uh, 19 years ago this past week, the Boston Red Sox shocked the world. They won their first World Series since 1918. Nice. I'll take that. The Texas Rangers, World Series champion Texas Rangers, are selling a $250 meal at the World Series consisting of three two-foot sandwiches. The first was a three-strike lobster roll featuring lobster and beef tenderloin served on a soft red color bun. Then there's the Boomstick Burger, which is a two-foot beef patty covered in chili, nacho cheese, jalapenos, and onion rings. Then finally is the Boomstick Hot Dog, which is a two-foot hot dog covered in the same as the burger, but with caramelized onions instead of onion rings. There's not a fucking chance in your life I would try any of this. 
The hot dog I'd think about. Oh my god, they're only Not selling two hundred fifty dollars. Well, you you split it with a bunch of people, but still, it's like you're a long way from the ocean. I don't know if you'd be getting lobster. Yeah. Uh, the Denver Broncos shocked the Kansas City Chiefs last week in getting a W. Uh, and then after the game, they troll the Chiefs by playing Taylor Swift exclusively over the stadium speakers, which I thought was hysterical. I like that. Oh, I got to get my phone. So there's this. This is just for you, buddy. The only yeah. reason this is even in here. There's a parasite called Simothia exigua, exigua, and it enters through a fish's gills and then slowly eats their tongue and replaces the tongue with itself and lives there. Here's the picture. You ready for this? I don't think so. Nah, dude, I'm good, man. Look at that thing. That is nasty. It's fucking nightmare fuel, dude. Yeah, oh, for sure. That's the only reason oh, I had it in. I saw the picture and I'm like, oh, Kettle freaked the fuck out over this. My daughter thought it was awesome, but. No. I'm out on that. There you go. I'm out, I'm out on that, but you know what I'm in on? The New York fucking. There you go, buddy. Uh, Artemi Panarin has recorded a point each from New York Rangers' first six games played. I mean, this was earlier to start the season for the second straight year. Only players in New York Rangers history to record a point streak of at least six or more games multiple times over the season. Andy Bathgate, six games, 1961, or 1960 to 61, eight games, 1961 to 62. And then Rod Gilbert, 14 games played in 72, 73, nine in 71, 72, and eight in 78, 71. How long did Panarin go? Did he, did he, I think he's still on it. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Is he's bald Panarin sick? Um, actually, I was going to interview about someone who played with him in the KHL. Apparently, he's got quite the weapon on him, too. I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt that at all. There's a Chris Kreider. I think Chris Kreider moved up to fourth all time. Um, yeah, fourth all time in goals for Rangers, 273. He's only seven behind Adam Graves. Wow. Uh, and here's a little stat for you. Most goals by wing since the start of the 21-22 season. 110 from David Pasternak, 97 from Miko Rantanen, 94 from Ovechkin. Uh, 90 from Kaprizov, 89 from Jason Robertson, Chris Kreider, 96. So you wouldn't think of him in that group. Uh, I mean, Panarin, I quick, Panarin's got 18 points in 11 games so far. Is that good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, and then in the first 11 games of the 23 24 season, he has eight goals, five power play goals, one two goal game, two assists, plus four, plus minus. Um, and he's he's sticking up for his teammates a little bit more too, which I like to see. Uh, but that's what we have for Crides. Um, Capo Caco has two points. Uh, I don't know how many points Lafreniere has, and I, I finally fucking lost a dude, and I came out with a tweet, and I want you to know – or I want to I hear your thoughts on this, right? Rangers are in cap hell, essentially. We don't know if Ryan Lindgren can be re-signed because of the cap or whatever. I would want Ryan Lindgren. Tell me. He's would, coming home. No, I would rather have Ryan Lindgren on my team than Capo or Lafreniere. Is that crazy? Yeah, no, of course. I would have – I I – I would not. Like, I'm talking long term. Like I would give up on those two just to make sure Ryan Lindgren's on your team. Uh, uh, Lafreniere has. He has four goals. Four goals, one assist, and eleven games played. Yep, and Capo's one and one. I think. Uh, Keeps scrolling down. He's all the way towards the final. Lafreniere is even on the season. Capo is a plus one with uh, two points. Sick, dude. Um, so. Lines came out today. They took Coppo off that first line. He was playing with Zabinjad and Kreider. They moved Blake Wheeler up. Oh, um, like that. Yep. And so Fox got 
maliciously hit from Sebastian Ajo the other night. No call. Much as I troll you, that was a dirty hit in my opinion. Dirty as fuck, dude. Like he knew exactly what he was doing. And people are like, oh, that's Fox's fault for putting his leg that way. Like Fox was trying to make a play. Sebastian Ajo did absolutely nothing to avoid that. Those are people that don't play hockey. I have no idea. Um, Igor got a little banged up, so he's day-to-day. Filipino, somebody must have fucking blew on him because he's hurt again. <laughs> so all three of those guys are hurt. Jonathan Chris. Is Shesterkin on LTIR? No, he's just day-to-day. He, so Fox is, on, was, right? Fox is on long-term. I don't – I think Keto's just on IR. Okay. Um. The, yeah, but that LTIR is yeah. fast. Like, I know it's 10 games or 24 days, but it goes by pretty quick. And Yeah, the only thing that, like, let's say this is a serious injury, right? And let's say, like, he did his whole knee. He has to get a fucking knee done or whatever. This will affect him way less than it would affect him a car or a McKinnon. Or because, like, Adam Fox's game isn't about. Oh, because of skating. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, his game is his mind and his hands. So, like, have you. Um, knock have on you, wood, it's nothing that bad. But have you looked to see when the Rangers play the Hurricanes next? January 2nd. There take you go, off buddy. Um, Mika. I, so, I've been, I've been placing bets a little bit. Yeah. And, and I've been winning some money. And I've been okay. winning some money on two very easy things. I find. I find Shots two, on goal. <laughs> I, I find two, yes, they're shots on goal. I find two games because DraftKings won't let you do more than one person in that game. But Mika Zibanejad and Artemi Panarin, over two and a half shots a game, our shots on goal is automatic. It's like literally fucking automatic. It's free well, money. They're, then they're going to adjust it. It's going to become three and a half or something. Yeah. Then, then it's going to be a struggle. But for right now, ride that wave. Uh, the Rangers won six in a row. They blew a three nothing lead to the Wild the other night, um, and they ended up losing in a shootout. They still got a point, which I was happy to see. But uh, Zach Jones is fucking awful. Uh, Johnny Brodzinski, I think, was minus nine in a game that the other team only scored four goals. Uh, so that's been weird. Will Cooley's been playing really well, dude. Brandon Othman in the AHL is almost at a point per game. So it looks like he's developing a little bit. Did you see, speaking of the wild, this just popped in my head. Did you see their coach, their head coach, come out and said how Patty Maroon keeps the boys calm in <laughs> dude, tight spots? I was like, what? I Dude, I love the wild. What's his name? Dean Evson? Yeah, yeah, Dean Evson. I was going to call him Cree, but I guess he gets mad at that. Dude, I wrote a blog about the Rangers and the Hurricanes, and I don't know how. Like, sometimes, I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes we post shit and it blows up, and I don't know why. Like, I don't, it's not like I'm doing anything. That's where you put it, right? Dude, I put him in the same spots every time. This Rangers article fucking blew up. How are you doing on your uh, post today for November? Uh, the weekends, I, I'm not going to do it on weekends, but uh, every every weekday I have been. So have you have you kept it up consistent? I haven't done one yet today, but maybe I'll do one after this podcast. Um, but yeah, that's kind of I think really what I have for the Rangers. They've been playing really well. They're way more structured than they normally are. Um. Yeah, Vinny Trocek seems to have a little bit more bite to his game this year, which has been kind of fun to watch. Fucking um, yeah, but like I think he's actually starting to like being a rat a little bit, which is pretty cool. Well, you um, got to lean into it. I mean, it is what it is. That's what you yeah, are. The Rangers need to figure out how to score five on five. If, if the Rangers ever figured that out, we would be a fucking absolute wagon. But I'll tell you, but, they need to figure it out because you're not going to get the, the power plays in the playoffs like that. No, because we know the league hates the Rangers. It's been fucking proven time and time again. You look at Adam Fox, you look at Dwight King laying on Henrik Lundqvist in the Stanley Cup finals. It's It's a vendetta from Gary Bettman and the entire league towards James Dolan and his New York Rangers. And I, for one, am absolutely sick of it. So wow, James uh, Dolan is a douche. So he is, but, uh, but I he mean, did create the sphere in Las Vegas. So I'll give him that. Did he really? Yeah. We talked about that. Didn't we? I don't think so. Yeah, oh, we talked about the sphere. I didn't know James Dolan did it. 
Yeah, that he was the driving force behind it. It was his fucking that thing looks sick. Oh yeah. I don't <laughs> know if it's just true, but people were playing NHL on it. Is that true? I don't know. A meme. That's probably a meme. Yeah. Um, mm. oh, you know what we haven't talked about before we get into the Bruins? How bad are the sharks? Oh, horrendous. They are so it's almost bad. as if it's almost as if their coach doesn't know what he's doing. Who's their it's coach? Crazy. Yeah, what isn't that fucking nuts that you hired a guy that was awful? For the Rangers, and well, here you go. this could be the whole Mike Greer playing three dimensional chess because supposedly that's a very like heavy talent pool at the top of the draft next year. I so, guess, dude. I I would hate to be he's like, oh, let me put my boy David Quinn in charge. I'd hate to be the that lose it to them first. Yeah, that's they're, tough. They're, there's, been some, like, dude, there's been some te- some teams like the Ducks have been playing decent. The Coyotes have been playing way better than they normally do. Yep. Like the Flyers have been playing way better Vancouver. than they normally do. Vancouver, like there's been some teams in the league right now that it's like, holy fuck. So are okay. you for the Bruins playing better than everybody thought? I they yeah they really yeah. fucking are. so um that's what I have for the Rangers. So let's talk about the Bruins, uh, Bergeron Jr. and like this new fucking Zorro defenseman who had sick analytics the other night. Oh, Lorai? Yeah. Yeah. So let me go through this stuff first. So Jacob Locko took a skate to the eye versus Chicago. It was super scary. He got stitches like right Sorry. there. Uh, and he's got – so this kid, right, he put out the picture of his face all jacked up, and he was like modeling Korea Defo in Jeopardy. He's a funny guy, and yeah. I guess he's got this like fruit thing, like he loves grapes, and he went out as the the Fruit of Loom grape guy for Halloween at one point. He's just an odd dude. Fucking so weirdo. Tonight, <laughs> so tonight, me and my daughter are watching Behind the Bee, right? And she likes it because there's all the slow motion, and, you know, it's nice. So yeah. She liked it. So we were watching that, and <laughs> – it was the first game of the year because they're behind and they're, they're doing the centennial thing. And I'll get into more of that in my zero later. But <laughs> Montgomery is walking around the locker room and he's talking, doing the pregame speech and everything. And obviously there's a camera in there, right? Mm-hmm. And Locko's in the background. He's got his shirt off and he's doing the titty bounce like Terry Crews does. Yeah. And he was doing it the whole time that Montgomery was talking. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And he was kind of blurred. I had to rewind it till I figured out who it was. But I was like, this fucking kid. What a you got to find that because I can probably make a sick meme for that. Oh, right, yeah, I could find it. Uh, so Ian Mitchell was placed on waivers. The 24-year-old D came over from Chicago in the Felino and Hall deal. He's on a one-year two-way deal. He's back up now because of the injuries. Forbert's out. Grizzlick's out and McAvoy suspended. So Mitchell's playing tonight. Um, Matty Potras, Potras is sticking with the big club. He, okay. he, the good on him though, he's playing great and he burned that first year of his entry level deal. So that's the best when they keep the kid, for the kid. Um, uh, Chara ran the New York City Marathon. It's his second marathon, taking him down. He's just jacked, just absolutely jacked running through you the chill out, dude. Like, why he's doing his thing, man? Yeah, bro, stop being so perfect all the time. <laughs> and this one's for all the Patriot fans out there, which I am not one. Uh, the Bruins have fewer losses in regulation, twelve. Well, actually, now thirteen because of Detroit over the last two seasons, and the Patriots do thirteen. That's Bruins eighty-five games played, twelve regular losses. Patriots twenty-three games played, thirteen regular losses. So I'm guessing with this whole, was it Belichick or Brady? Can we put that to rest? Who? Yeah. So who like somebody, somebody came out with the record of like Belichick, like with Brady and without Brady, and it's 
I still think he's mildly Belichick's still a great coach, but he's not the fucking end all of all. It was Tom yeah. Brady, so fuck off. Uh, and then lastly, this was from opening night, the centennial season. This was a nice thing. The Bees honored season ticket holders that have had tickets in their family since the team started 100 years ago. Uh, Ursula Kelcher from Charlestown, Matthew, Matthew Lath from Brookfield, and Adrian O'Brien from, from Winchester represented their families in a pregame ceremony versus uh, Florida. Pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I'll give you that. So, and then All they're right. playing right now. They're looking good. Like I said, they had that one regulation loss against Detroit, but I mean, the, the refs were fucking on them. I mean, it was brutal. Uh, but they look good. Both goalies, they're alternating. Jim Montgomery alternate the goalies into the playoffs. You know, that'd Can be the key. Mistake again. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, there you go. Let's, let's talk Northeastern, dude. Oh, first off, before we get into this, because I know it's, it's not good right now at Northeastern, I put some calls in, I talked to some people. Uh, you know, you know, I have to I have to ask some questions. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but did the three hundredth podcast curse the fucking Huskies? Dude? Well, that's been brought up. Um, <laughs> no, we, no, no. Um, uh, Who brought it up before I did. I did. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. No, it, it. They. They're not blaming us, but it's not good. Um. And, oh, look at David Krejci's in the stands at uh, the Dallas game. Nice. Um. Maybe he's making a comeback. Um. Dude. But uh, so let me let me get into this. So Gwyneth Phillips is the, was the Hockey East goalie of the month for October. Captain Meg Par Carter was the Hockey East defender of the week. And no brainers, no brainers. Oh yeah, Lily Ovitich from Beverly Hills, California, is a senior. Ninety five games played for the Huskies, mm -hmm. has never scored a goal until I me. fucking predicted it in the blog, and then she okay. fucking potted her first gene. Start predicting some fucking Ws, then Brown. I we got to get girl yeah, back on should. track, huh? So they are having a little bit of a rough go. They dropped two to UConn. Who UConn plays a very good game, very layered, layered defense, very like any little mistake they capitalize you on. You and I are completely different people. Like you're saying that the other team's good. I would have blamed everything on the refs. You have to, you have to. <laughs> well, listen, I do blame the refs when the refs do are horrible. The refs were not the fault of, of this last weekend. It's just okay. it, was, it was a tough go. Um, but I reached out to some people today. Okay. Skylar Irving is coming on the podcast. We're going to try to write the ship with some good vibes. I so. like that. Dude. Maybe we should get, what are, what are like those big things that like look like joints that you light and you kind of like, you go like this. You oh, know stage. Yeah. We should get some sage for this podcast. All right, I'll do that. I'm going to be up in Maine, but I can probably find sage. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, but I'll do that with Skylar. I'll be like, we're lighting sage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, uh, we were gonna do it this week, but um, they're in midterms, so we can't. Yeah, dude, fuck, man. I was like looking forward to maybe coming up in a couple weekends, but they're off. Which, yeah, of course, naturally. Listen, I'm like, oh, here's a weekend that works for Ked. No, they're not gonna be there. It's oh, okay. good. It's good that they have this time off. They got to work on some stuff. There's some. Yeah, there's some. What, what's our record right now? Seven and five. We're above 500. That's fine. Oh, yeah. we got, yeah. Hey, you yeah. got to get into the playoffs. Once you're in the playoffs, anything matters. Anything can happen. They're, they're out of the top 15 for the first time in about five years. One small step back for a major jump forward, folks. That's, That's it. That's what it comes down to. Uh, but I did uh, I did talk to them. I talked to the some of the powers that be about our little videos in between segments. Okay. Okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was told piece of cake to get a Northeastern video. Okay, that would be pretty cool. So my cool. thought is, and you can we can kind of workshop this right now live if you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, my thought is a camera down the bench, 
and all of them kind of congregated at the bench of practice and they just are like it's huskies or whatever go huskies and all of them yelling something i think that that was a little bit old man yelling at the cloud i think that we need to let them do what they want to do i think if it's i think if it's choreographed it's like oh Oh, like fucking like we gotta do this i want it to be just like go out there and have fun they did great stuff for their halloween i don't know if you saw the barbie thing that they had yeah yeah yeah. which i thought was funny the style of these girls walking into the rink by the way dude it's unbelievable it's unbelievable and i think we can get that when you and i go to the game i think we can get the slow motion entry yeah probably dude except for i'm probably gonna have like sweatpants on with like so what that makes it even better and i'll be like this with my press pass i'll be like that at the camera it'll be cool it would be really funny if if they were to do something like that we definitely we got to figure out so buddy the girls got to write the fucking ship i don't know what they will will. i have i have all confidence meg carter captain meg carter let's get them going here huh let's get them going here we're we're we ex- we expect and we know it's going to happen because you guys are fucking at the. I could see it ramping up this last game. Every after every whistle, there were scrums, and earlier in the year, I don't want to say any players by name, but earlier in the year, people were kind of just ignoring stuff and going, you know, skating away. There was a lot of cage to cage. Get engaged, dude. Yeah, and I I like it, and I think that's what they need, and I think there's, I think they have a lot of depth and they have a lot of talent, and I think it's uh. Just a little bit of growing pains. Remember, we had 600 points walk out the door. So it's it's not. I'm not pressing the panic button. I think maybe is could this be a team searching for their identity? Could that could be? be. It? And could once be. they find it, holy fuck, watch out because yeah. they got the best goalie in the fucking league, right? Dude, they got the best defense in the whole league, right? Yeah, I I need my premier power forward to start putting the pucks in the back of that a little bit, right? She's trying. She fucking hit the crossbar again in the last game. She's due. When she when when it comes, it'll come and in buckets. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of got to bring. I want people to start overlooking us a little bit. Yeah, oh, a little bit, a little bit. Oh, the Huskies are on. Oh, whatever. They're seven and five until they get just fucking railroaded, dude. So. The problem also with them is they are getting everyone's A game because everyone wants to knock exactly, them down. Exactly, dude. Everybody yeah. wants 100%. And that's yeah. what happens when you're that good for so long that like yeah. when you're on that schedule, everybody's like, fuck, man. Beat this team. Like UConn probably had a parade. Yeah. Well, but Merrimack they- celebrated like they won the cup. You know? That's cool. Yeah. Good for you guys, but hey, it's not playoffs. Make playoffs and start celebrating. Like yeah, we'll we got to get to a game. We got to get to a game. So, all right, I'm, hey, buddy, um, I'll be there Friday. <laughs> right, right, the ship, ladies. Let's go. All right, Whew. barely cocky. I think that's my favorite video. It's a, it's definitely a good one. I'm glad that we just talked about that, dude, because I've been a little concerned about Northeastern. It's brought me back a little bit. You and my, dude. You and me. I, I like. I feel bad. I don't want to even do a write-up when they lose. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm just picking on them, you know? Yeah, but you know what? They're professionals, dude. The way no, they, I know, act, I know. The way they no. carry themselves, here, they get it. And you want to know I, what? Like, I don't think we're chirping them. I think we just no. want them to like be better, right? And yeah. we don't have to tell them that. They already know that. No, they you know definitely I mean? know. So, they do. They take it fucking hard. They all do. And yeah. it's funny is, and I know like you know, like you got your press pass, you're in the press box, you should be unbiased. Well, fuck that. I'm a fan. Fuck that, dude. And I, especially I, you, especially you, because your whole life with the Bruins and whatever teams that you always root for, it's all yeah. Homer. I wouldn't expect anything different. Yeah, I can't. I can't be like, oh, you know, you know I like in that press pass room, dude. And if there's somebody from the other team and you have a coffee in your hand, oops, spill right <laughs> on them. Who cares? 
Sorry about your laptop. Get Remember, going. Whoops. Most, of the, most right. of the people in the press room are, are you know, college kids, but sure. Second degree burns. Okay. <laughs> Figure it out. You got free health care on your parents' plants, yeah. though, don't you? Yeah, uh-huh. I don't. Yeah, dude. Brownie, start throwing your weight around a little bit in the room. <laughs> oh, You're going to be a fucking problem. Uh, beer League. So uh, I'm sure everybody's going to be thrilled to hear this. Cod softball is over now. You want a um, moment of silence? Like 10 seconds? Okay. Okay. Um, it is over. We had our Halloween tournament. It's done. I saw your picture of your costumes. Yeah, we were the you so, hate Will Ferrell, but it was funny. So do you know that Brady Kachuk has gone as a different Will Ferrell character for like the last eight Halloweens? I didn't know that. I saw that and I was like, holy shit, I wonder if Ked knows this. That's pretty funny. I didn't know that. Um, but and there, dude, there's been like people okay, so slow pitch softball people. I don't know how to describe what it. Is, is that like the big arcing the big arc? Yeah. Yeah. There are the people that are on Facebook. Not to like check on their family, but to like post statuses like daily. Does that make sense? About and about anything and everything. Oh, like, just in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you were to, my uh, life is so this, perfect. Look at me. Kind no, of. no, not so perfect. Oh. Look at me. Any type of emotion comes out on this. So <laughs> the best way to describe it is slow pitch softball people's actions on Facebook. If you were to put it in a social media world, it's like people watching at Walmart. Does that okay, make any I'm with sense? you. Okay, like it's pretty fucking funny, and there's been some drama going on league, so it's probably really good that like we're taking a break now. I got a text from the guy who ran my hockey league last year, and he's like, "Hey, listen, like I know that you can only make every other week. Uh, one of the guys, top guys, went down. Like, would you want to fill in? So I think I'm gonna start filling in on Sundays for that. So that'll be good. Kind of got a spot. Nice. Um, I'm looking forward to it, dude. I haven't been on the ice in a while. Uh. So, yeah, that's kind of what I have going on right now. It's not really beer league, but Friday night, I think we're all going up to the Adirondack Thunder game for the for uh, nice. like a group of like all my softball people, like 20 of us probably. So nice. that's sick. that'll be pretty cool. Um, but that's pretty much what I have going on beer league wise. What do you got? So I hadn't played in, I think, two months. I missed the first two games. My the, the bench app thing, it wasn't loading. I was all over the place. And I walk in the locker room and they're all like, who are you? Like, give me a hard time. Yeah. Go out there. They make me start, which I hate starting games. Why? I, hate Why? I, I never not hate start. It. What? Hate it. hate it. Oh, so you want to play the, you want to play the line matchups. That's what you know. I just oh, don't okay. like to be out there first. I don't like to be out there first, but the shout out Mark, uh, Mark knows that. So he was like, well, fuck you, Brownie Brownie. You're out there. So I had to start the game. Uh, first shift, you know, primary assist, not a big deal. Uh, we ended up the game. I think we won six to three, and I believe I was a plus five. So I'll take it yeah. for not playing. And uh, and then so that was that we played a game, and then we had a pickup game like last week, and we played this game. So I was like, you know what? I want to get another skate in. I'm going to go to this game, this pickup. So I let me ask you this. Okay. When you play pickup. Yep. Pickup. Not, not pickup or like a league? Pickup. Strictly okay. pickup. Okay. They had teams, like they made teams, like you guys are all on this team, you guys are all on this team. So does somebody run the skate and then you go there and they make the teams or something? They tell you when you get there who you're, you know, like like the team I play for, there was enough of us that they kept us all together. The team, the guy that was hosting it's on another team, so they all play together. Okay. But it's like it's jovial, right? Everybody's, you know, kidding around, chirping. It's not serious. Yeah. So in those situations, if the puck goes in the corner and I'm playing yeah. D, yeah, I pretty much let the guy get it. 
And then I'll defend yeah. him as he comes yeah, out of the yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There, that there, kind of thing. It's so funny that you mentioned this because there it really is a different approach between a league game and a pickup game. Yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. Dude, these guys were playing like the Stanley Cup was there. I It was like my second shift playing this pickup, and I get the puck behind the net. I lifted the guy's stick and, you know, and swung the net. He chased me up ice. He cracked me across the back of the leg. I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Like, they go off sides. What do you do in pickup when you go off sides? You give the other team the puck. They dragged it back and reloaded. I'm like, what? <laughs> the goalie made a save, right? And the goalie, goalie made a save. save. Everybody, everybody stops. The goalie gives a puck to the D. They break it out. The goalie went to give it to the D. They grabbed it. I was like, what the fuck? So then I started getting pissed. Well, but, yeah, that, that, I, that would be a skate I would not get along with. So we're, we're, we're playing with three defensemen, and uh, – by the end of it, I was fucking livid, barking at kids on the other team, running kids into the boards a little bit, calling a kid. Kid flipped it and, like, peeled up, calling him a pussy, chasing him down the ice. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I feel like uh, the only time I'm like that with pickup is if I'm playing against, like, one of my buddies. And yeah, it's, like, you go a little like, hard against your buddy, right? Yeah, yeah, like, to see if you can pull off a move yeah. or anything like that. So it was funny. I was listening to part of my take yesterday or today, and they were talking about uh, shooting hoops. And... One of the guys, I think it might have been Hank, was bitching that he's like, "What? Some of the people in this office don't give you change when you're playing when you're shooting the ball around." I didn't know what he meant, but what he oh, means, that means is, if you make it, you get the ball back. You, but if you miss, they give you the ball for a layup. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that's like I guess shoot around etiquette in basketball. And he was <laughs> complaining. Like the last person to yeah. right, same right. So I mean, <laughs> combined, you on my shoulders are probably not as tall as some of these guys. Still not so, in the rim. Yeah. So, 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 but it made me think of this, and I'm like, oh, there's unspoken rules to all this stuff, you know? It's just, yeah, oh, whatever. Fuck, dude, that would have been a great three stars. Oh, unspoken rules. That would have been a great three stars. Maybe, maybe we'll do that next week if we can remember. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair. Um. Yeah, dude, that's insane. Wait, can I put it in the dock right now? That is fucking insane. Oh, I'm not I don't know. Like goalie makes a save. You give the puck to the defenseman. Yeah. You break it out. Offside. Here's the puck. Like like a loose puck, and everybody's whacking at it. As soon as the goalie is on his stomach, you stop and pick up. Same with like, ice, dude. If if you yeah. ice the puck and you're in like if you're being a dick, you'll just leave it. Like you're not. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. So anyway, so that's beer league for you. I have, a, yeah, question. Game I have a question. That like... When that skate started, how did you guys start it? What do you mean? Did somebody just dump the puck in the corner, or did you guys do like a face off? I was, I know it's going to come as a big surprise. I was late, so okay. I have no idea. <laughs> That's another thing. I hate, like, I know that I'm going to have a terrible time at a pickup skate if I get there and they're like, okay, face off. Like, oh, yeah. I've not, I don't, the well, fuck unless, I'm it's like, the corner, dude. unless it's kidding around, like, doing the clunk, 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 clunk. I'm not breaking my fucking stick, dude. If you want the puck that bad, take it. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I'll get it back like, in two seconds. Usually these skates, everybody knows someone. You know what I mean? So then it's, yeah. like, kidding around like that. That's fucking crazy, though. Like, going that hard in the corner. The only time I would do that is if, I like, the other person in the other team, I was boys with them. That'd be the only right. time. Or, or you got chopped in the back of the leg, and then I want to kill everybody. Yeah, I'd be a little bit more yeah. pissed off about it. Yeah, yeah for sure. I really mean, that good. that skate that you just talked about screams people taking slap shots at the point. Of oh, not knowing a kid. So, like, so, I nail it. So we <laughs> had, I, I forgot it. about this. So we had our goalie, and they had their goalie. Their goalie was not good. We litter up. So I don't know. Maybe let's say it's an hour skate, like 40 minutes. Like, let's switch goalies, right? So the goalie yep. switch ends. So one of their guys comes down, not a very good skater, but of course he's one of those guys that doesn't work on his skating. All he works on is his clapper, right? Yeah, you know yeah. those guys. Classic, dude. They, so, okay, okay, that's the person that lives for Facebook. Yeah, fair. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. 
So he gets the puck, I would say, a solid stride below the right wing dot, right? He's, he's what, 10, 11 feet off the cage? Winds up, back scratcher, clap bomb into a fucking crowd. So th- here's the thing. That person's so fucking stupid that they shouldn't be allowed to play hockey. <laughs> he was the guy running the skate, I think. Like, dude, like, here. I so the only time I'll take a fucking slap shot is if it's like a league game and I'm at the point and I'm trying to find a stick in front. I'll yeah. do it that way. Or if it's like a two on one, I get to the top of the circle and if I want to see if I can wire one by, I'll do that. <laughs> but I still feel weird because if I do and I hit the goal in the head, I fucking feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That that is the only but, time but, I'm gonna take a slap shot. Or like a one timer. Like if if you're on a power yeah, play, something over. Yeah. But like, but. At the same time, I need to know where the penalty killers are because I'm not gonna fucking because like dude, if I take one timer, I don't really know where it's going. Like I like I'm it's this direction. But if there's anybody in front of me, I'm not gonna do like dude, yeah. I'm not gonna fucking hammer a puck into but somebody. Not only did he do this, he did it on his goalie. Yeah, because they had switched. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I something kind of similar in softball the other day. I went to turn two and the girl that was at first base was running to second base, just did not move, just stood there. And I I launched the ball. I'm like and everybody's like, why, what, why didn't you Why didn't you get her out? I'm like, if I threw the ball to first base, I would have destroyed this girl. Oh, she was like running towards you? Stood, no, that didn't even run. Stood right there. I'm oh. like. So is it, so would an unspoken rule in softball be like you can't lay down a bunt? So there is no bunting in softball. Oh, you're not allowed to bunt at all? No. And, okay, so here's one. So if you. Okay, these are the Facebook warriors. They call this shooting box. So if somebody gets pissed, what they'll do is they'll purposely hit the ball back at the pitcher, which I think probably the majority of them don't even know how to do it, but they just say, oh, shoot, box. It's like the biggest asshole thing you can do. But, like, sometimes when you play, like, I mean, I can kind of figure out where I'm going to hit the ball, but, like, sometimes I hit the ball back up the middle. I don't mean to do it. So, like, there's been times where I accidentally hit the pitcher, run to first base, and I stop at first base. I'm like, dude, I am so fucking sorry you apologize. Why do you have to stop at first base? So that's like the unspoken rule. Oh, like, oh I, I got you. I got you. But I got like you. some people fucking just keep running. And Can then you like one softball? No. And that's that's when shit gets fucking serious. When people try to take extra bases on shit like that, then people get real fucking mad. Hmm. But interesting. Yeah. I only played softball. The unspoken one. Rule. I'm pumping the unspoken rule three stars. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Uh all right. Heroes and zeros. Boo. All right, heroes and zero sign. Um, I have a couple of heroes, so I'm just going to try to remain positive. So you're looking at me. Jim Ked's back, dude. I went to the gym today. I went grocery shopping. I made chicken enchilada soup. I'm doing the health grind. I'm fucking back at it. It feels great. I took a little nap today. So the hero of the week, softball season's over, hockey season's starting. Hot take. People don't like this. Like, um... What's it called? When it gets darker out sooner. Daylight savings time and shit like oh, that. Oh, it's horrible, dude. I fucking love it. Why? It's dark I, at 415. Uh, Fink said that he can uh, hit a ball miles farther than Ked could ever imagine. Too much time <laughs> with those balls, huh, Fink? Uh, yeah, but that's with your mouth. <laughs> so, I like it because I like being able to get in a routine where, like, I'm going to go to work, come home, sleep, go to the gym, come. Like, I like doing that. It's good for okay. me. I like looking forward to shit like that. Like, I pretty much. Where's the uh, where's the bender fit in on this? 
So this is the thing. I'm not really going on vendors, I don't think. And that's another reason. If you remember last year during like the winter months, I wasn't really boozing all that hard. Attaboy. Attaboy. As if as if people tuning in don't, don't know exactly what you just fucking did. That would have been way cooler if you kept the sound on in there. <laughs> uh, there's, this, there's this new TikTok out there, and it's like a boy and a girl, like they're in a relationship. And like the, the one person will be like, hey, guess the fart. And the person will go, Pfft. and then the person will fart to see if it's the same octave of the guess. I don't know if you've seen that yet. It's pretty no, fun. Funny. So, uh, class, the guy with the boat, this kid, he farts like no other person. So, we're trying to get him and his wife to do it, but his wife doesn't really want it. <laughs> um, shout out to him. He's going to be having a baby here within like, oh, congrats. He offered to take me uh, wakeboarding. So, shout out to him. <laughs> um, so, that's my one here. My other hero of the week, the YouTube channel, Facebook channel. Starting to grow, starting to get a lot of views. The YouTube channel, I think I can definitely figure out. I just got to watch more hockey. The Facebook channel, inviting people. And shout out to our boy Ken putting together that media kit, sending out to Thanks, people. It looks, it looks really fucking good. Yeah. It looks really, really good. So shout out to him. Um, shout out Carp, to Robert. Carp was very excited when I sent I sent him just that page where the Northeastern stuff was. He was like, that's sick. That's really cool, dude. We're, we, we really... We have a cool little thing going on here. So yeah, for sure. Um, so those I think those are my two heroes of the week. No zeros? I don't really think so, dude. Like all right. I'm gonna give you my zero. You ready? Yeah. This isn't a shocker. That's gonna my be zero. me going live for these podcasts. Well, no. Uh my zero. Oh, think giving a shit and Rupe Hinch just had to be helped off the ice. Oh, one, no. no not putting lay, not putting weight on his left leg. It looks like no. I didn't see the play. They're going to commercial. I'll, I'll detail it when it comes back. Um, well, hey, at least we know it's not. It, I would have guessed it was McAvoy. Like, oh, uh, thinks that it was a nut shot, nut shot alert, <laughs> nut shot alert. So those are frozen ropes. <laughs> um, uh, um, my zero is the Boston Bruins. Mm-hmm. So the Boston Bruins did a centennial, their their big thing, right? And it, the only reason this popped into my head because I was watching Behind the Bee with my daughter. Did they, did they invite Mitch Miller to it? Yeah, right. But what they did is that it was really good what they did. They had, like, I remember we talked about it. They had, like, all the players, the retired players, the family Ursula members. was there, probably looking fine as fuck, boy. Who? Ursula, the season ticket holder for 100 years. Oh, maybe. Well, she's probably, like, the granddaughter. But anyways. There's no way that girl's the granddaughter. Her name's Ursula. Oh, I don't know. I never thought of that. Let's anyway. let's if we can figure out how like if you can get a picture of these people, I would say it would at least have to be 60 plus. I could probably go back and get it. But anyway, okay. so they had this entry and they had all these players and they showed like little clips. There were players there that they didn't show that would have been awesome to see on the live broadcast. Brad Park was there, Reggie Lemlin, Adam Oates. Tim Thomas. Adam Oates was there. Kenny Linsman. Just like wow. legends of the game. And they didn't show them. And then in the locker room, right? So it's the opening night, opening home, the home opener. And they're doing all this stuff. And Montgomery goes, while he's doing, he's like, oh, for the lineup, uh, Z, you want to bring in your squad or a team, whatever he said. And Chara, Bergeron, Krejci, Tim Thomas, and Tuka Rask. Yeah, Dallas Stars legend, Tim Thomas. That's right, I think. But he walks in with these, like, complete beauties, and they don't show any of this stuff. You know, so it's... Probably, so I, it's probably because they're swearing. The Rangers, when the Rangers oh, are in the room maybe. or out in the tunnel, 
there's never any sound and it you can put a delay you can put a delay on it it's a it drives me nuts yeah but at least with the rangers like i don't i don't even think they beep it out i think they want everybody to think that they're like fucking like I, it drives me insane. Well, anyway, so that, I, that, that was pissed me, me off too. Because yeah. there were some unbelievable players that you don't get to see. Sergey Samsonov was there. You don't get to see these guys. God, and like an, he was like an 84 overall in NHL. Yeah, and was but these guys <laughs> walking in, it was so cool. And I wish they had shown it, you know, Ray Bork, all these dudes. So, anyways, that's how's how's Lucic playing, by the way? I didn't really get to ask you. LTIR. Well, before that. Uh, he was doing oh. Hints got a shot off the inside of his right knee, it looked like, from the point. Friendly fire. And it's a bruise. Yeah, yeah, he's standing up on the bench. I don't think he ever went down the tunnel. That probably hurt um, like a bitch, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he's out there. He's taking the face off. He's good. Okay. Relax, Fink. Classic um, stars just acting hurt. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so Luchik was playing good. He's running around, you know, throwing his weight around. It was funny. They had uh, Trent. Fre- I think Luchik was mic'd up and Trent Frederick was sitting next to him. And the crowd, every time Lucic does anything, the whole crowd's like, Luge. Yeah. And Frederick was like, that's so cool when they do that. He's like, I get goosebumps. It was just, yeah, <laughs> it was just a funny thing on the bench. Uh, yeah, and Marshawn was great because uh, – behind- Oh, wow. Really funny how you put together this whole doc, and we just forgot to bring up the fact that Brad Marshawn did something dirty again. There was no penalty. Oh, my God. It wasn't a dirty play. (laughs) Dude, he never moved his foot. There was two guys going for a loose puck. It was two guys going for a loose puck. No penalty. I'm actually so happy I brought this up, dude. And this has nothing to do with Martian. This has to do with Ryan Reeves. Hold on. Is Ryan Reeves always this insufferable? Maybe. I don't know. It's a little much right now. But there was no penalty. There was no fine. And there was no suspension. And if anyone was going to get a fine or suspension, it would be Marshawn. So it was a clean play. And Revo's going, oh, you're lucky I wasn't on the ice. Buddy, you don't want to be on. Marshawn would be licking his lips if he saw you lined up against him. Hal said that because I texted Feverboy Rex and Hal about this. Wait, does Feverboy Rex live in Alabama? No, but he was at at uh, the Bama game. He's a big guy. Oh, okay. So I said... I'm, pre- I'm like just talking to me about Martian saying he's like he wasn't on the ice. You go, okay, Revo, because you're going to beat up Martian who's 13 inches short and 100 pounds smaller. Like, okay, bud. And you can't catch him, and he would score four on you during that shift. Yeah. And Hal said he was also on the ice with Martian after that happened. Like, oh, was he? There's not oh. a world uh, he'd lick Ryan Reeves' lips, let's be honest. I mean, <laughs> um, I don't see a world where Ryan Reeves would drop the gloves in Martian. I don't think they would, nobody would let that happen. It would be no. a fucking absolute gong show. And everyone in Toronto is all up in arms about Bertuzzi because he was laughing because they okay. were chirping. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm really glad you brought that up. Because they, they were laughing. They were laughing about it. And Bertuzzi, they asked Bertuzzi like before the game, like, because him and Marshawn had stuff in the past. And they were like, yeah, and they're like, like always now. He's like, what's it like now that you know him? And he's like, oh, he's just so funny. You know, I never realized how funny he was. But when they signed all these guys last year, Hathaway, Bertuzzi, Marshawn walked in the locker room and was like, oh, everyone in the league that I hate is now on our team. So, you know, so, I mean, they're all aware of it. But Bertuzzi's so, laughing because they're boys. And he's like, and he, I think Bertuzzi's miserable in Toronto. There's a huge problem. If I'm Toronto, I trade him after watching that. You gonna trade like, I don't, I don't too. care if you're, yeah, I don't care yeah, if you're yeah. fucking boys, dude. The Bruins are your rival, and one of your teammates just got hurt, and you're sitting there on the bench laughing when you're supposed to be one of the tough guys on the team. Like yeah. that's insane to me. Bertuzzi, Marshawn's not gonna fight Bertuzzi either. I think half of it is 
the fact that he acted like that. And then the other half of it is that locker room must be so split. If that's going on, like if that's a strong locker room, Bertuzzi's not on the bench laughing at Marshan after he did that. I have a feeling that, and this that is was crazy. Have... That's not talked about enough. Like that kind of just kind of went by the wayside. If I was the Leafs fan, I, I would never cheer for that guy. Like if somebody have... on the Rangers, if that happened to somebody on the Rangers and they were on the bench and they were laughing at the dude who did that, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? So if Mark Shifley got in a play and Blake Wheeler was laughing on the bench, you would be flipping out. Flipping out. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's not your team anymore, bud. No, I understand that. Yeah. That's insane to me, dude. That is fucking insane. I will say that. And it's not even talked about. If the Toronto locker room is fractured, it's easily, dude. But my guess, this is like the biggest, like, old time hockey dude going into a fucking locker room filled with a bunch of TikTok and Jake Paul stars and be like, it's not going to mix. And Bertuzzi's like, what the fuck am I doing here? That's literally what it looks like, right? Agreed. And I'm not even like, I don't even have that. I don't have a, uh, I don't care if the Bruins or the Leafs win. Like I, I like the Bruins because of you, but like I don't. I really could give less of a shit. I'm watching a dude that was on the Bruins, now on the Leafs. Somebody on the Bruins who's regarded as one of the biggest scumbags in the whole league goes out and whether you think so or not, takes out a player on your team. It's it, like he has to leave the game. All this shit's going on, and you're on the bench laughing about it. Like what? Yeah, I would think that that locker room is Matthews Marner. On their own I think little... it's everybody on one side and Bertuzzi sitting in a fucking stall by himself, dude. You really think so? Yeah. A hundred after watching that. From that, what I understand, yeah, Bertuzzi. I walked in, I walked into the grocery store today, and for some reason I was thinking about that. And I was like going through my mind, I was trying to think of people on the Leafs that like who I think Bertuzzi would hang out with. And like I was like, I can't believe that. Like, there's obviously no leadership there. Like Tavares, what are you doing, dude? You're the captain of the team. You're going to let the new dude down at the other end of the bench laugh when one of your buddies just got hurt? Well, I will say this. If Tavares had gone after Marshawn, I bet you Marshawn would go him, even though he's Tavares. There's is a bigger. respect thing there, and yeah, it, and yeah. it probably would have been. As the captains, yep. And now and now, you know, we got Tavares look bored. Yep. Yeah. He should have, and here's one. He should have booed him in the back of the head from the bench. I mean, he'd probably get oh, fired. Dude, Sheldon Keith might be the biggest panty waste motherfucker behind a bench in <laughs> the NHL. I just don't know why that's not talked about enough. Especially Sheldon Keith's a giant gaping. In Toronto, of all places, like everybody's yelling at Reeves. Reeves isn't the dude who's going to fight Marshan. Marshan's 5'7", 170 yeah. pounds. That's not going to happen. But a guy like Bertuzzi. I'll tell you what. Mitch Marner dropped the gloves with Marshan. I'd have... Quite the amount. My respect yeah. for Marner would go way up. He's not going to do that. And Marshan's just fucking standing at the bench. And Reeves is fucking like right. Reeves, what the fuck are you going to do, dude? It's not well, like it's Reeves, Tom Reeves is doing what he's brought there for because he is taking the spotlight off of Matthews and Marner, who yeah. can't handle it, and that's what he's there for. And it was a whole lot of well, if this, if this, yeah, if this, right. buddy, you had a fucking chance to go do it. It's not hard. Turn around, look at your coach, be like, put me on the fucking ice. I will say this. If Revo's doing all this stuff, running his mouth, making sure that he's the center of everything, Bertuzzi's laughing on the bench, the happiest player in that locker room has got to be Max Domi because he sucks out loud this year. Yeah, but, okay, so here's an example. Do you remember when when John Scott went after Phil Kessel? Yeah, yeah. That's what should have happened. I could see that, yeah. It's different. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be because one of your players just got hurt from a fucking. And again, whether you think it's a clean play or not, if that's your team, you're thinking, what the fuck? But that would have happened to Bruin. You know what I mean? Like, oh, the the Bruins, there would have been five guys coming at him. 100%. And so let me give you two things that just popped in. Like, 
two things that popped in my head while we were talking. One, Max Domi's been on nine fucking teams in seven years, I believe, mm-hmm. which says a lot about him. One, that would have been a Max Domi. That would have been a Max Domi moment. Go out there and fight him. Yeah, he could have. Um, would have been great if Marshawn dummied him. Um, and then the second thing was, I had a buddy. Speaking of John Scott, I had a buddy last week send me a like a screenshot, and he goes, "Hey, did you know this story? It's unbelievably interesting." And it was about Stars Legend, yeah. And it was it was about um, what a save! It was about uh, the John Scott uh, All Star MVP. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Did you know about this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, bud, where you been?" <laughs> kind of big news at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was well, I went along with it for a little while. I was like, oh my god, I never heard this story. Tell me more. And he kept sending me screenshots, and I'm like, you idiot. Dude, They're making I a movie would, out of it. Like right now would be a good time to get a cameo from Sean Avery to be like, what would you have done if you were on the Leafs and Martian did well, that? Yeah, thing? Sean Avery, Mr. LA Hollywood, he's gonna hit you for like five hundred dollars for that cameo. Yeah, but it would be a good cameo because like I I don't Isn't know why Marshawn on cameo. No, he makes way too much money. You sure? Yeah, he only does it like when he gets fined. If he got fined, he probably would have done. Oh, to make his fine money? Is that what he does? I think so. That's Which genius. Is sick. <laughs> that's that is fucking genius. unreal, dude. Fucking guy. He there was in, in that behind the B episode, he was he stayed at the end. Stars legend, yeah. He stayed at the end of uh the as everybody was coming off. And he said to I think Charlie Coyle, he goes, because I feel like Bergie. Because he was standing there doing how Bergie, you know. And it was funny. It was a nice moment with him and uh, Corey Perry. Uh, Corey Perry, they came up for a face-off, and Perry gave him a congrats. And he said, it looks good on you to see. And Marshawn goes, thanks. He goes, it's really fucking heavy. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought it was just a funny moment. you know. And so when the Adam Fox injury happened with Ajo? Yeah, no one went after Ajo, did they? But Lafreniere tried a couple times. Oh, he did? Yeah, and like – and. It was like between the bench and Gino and was talking about how like uh, Svechnikov came up and was like, hey, like, what the fuck? And Lafreniere's like, you went after our best players. Like, well, you went after our best player. So it was like, I think there's going to be a little bit of retribution, I would hope, January 2nd. But that whole Leafs-Marshan thing is insane to me. Insane. Great, though. It's great drama. Like, if, if your coach is saying that it was a dirty play, if the coach is saying it's a dirty play, why is the coach not telling somebody to go fucking fix it? Supposedly Sheldon Keefe's a pretty tough customer. That's what they said, dude. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'll see Monty going. Uh, twenty-five dollar donation to November fund to block Fink from this account for twenty-four hours. <laughs> hey, Jenks, you're gonna love this because obviously you're listening. Uh, me and Fink have a bet on this Dallas uh, Bruins game. If the Bruins hang on the win, Fink has to come on here and do a script about how great the Bruins are. My by me penning it. Stars legend Jim Montgomery. God, God. <laughs> so I'm going to come up with something great for Fink to recite on the uh, on the old morning skate podcast. I don't even know how we got to this point in, in this pod. So um, yeah, I don't know. All right, what do we what did we just do? Oh, oh, so my hero. So my hero. So do you know what market basket is? No, it's a market, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's. It's it's like a family run. The the customers are very loyal. It's like they keep costs low. They buy in bulk. They you know, yeah, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> they try to they try to keep it you know uh, low cost. You know more bang for your buck. All that kind of stuff. So this guy in my town here, Stars Legend Mark, God, <laughs> so this guy in my hometown here where I live for Halloween. He went out and bought 
five rotisserie chickens mm-hmm. from Market Basket. And when people came to his door, he said, I'm going to offer people candy or a chicken. And yeah. he did it. And it was just, I mean, it, it got kind of like on the news here out of Boston and stuff. It's kind of a nice thing. People, you know, pe- hey, times are tough. You know, everybody likes chicken. I have a question for you. Go ahead. Trick or treater comes up to your door, rings the doorbell, you open the door. Yep. You have candy on you. Yeah. They don't say anything. What do you say? How old? Eight or nine. If they're over nine, I would say, hey, bud, did you, you know, under that, I wouldn't say anything. You don't, hit, I, him with a, you don't hit him with a, what do you say? No. No. So I hit it. So I was at Classer's house for Halloween. We were handing out Halloween candy and shit. And we were doing like, we were in the kitchen. So like, Doorbell rings, somebody else goes. So I end up going, open the door. Kid doesn't say anything to me. I go, what do you say, bud? And he goes, trick or treat. And I go, here you go. Two candies. I walk inside. And his wife is like, dude, you can't do that. I'm like, no, you, you don't know about? the kid's anxiety and stuff. Yeah, you can't. That's so, it's such bullshit, dude. If that kid didn't say trick or treat, I would have slammed dude, the door. In my face. daughter is super shy with stuff like that. And she, she'll say thank you, but she doesn't always say trick or treat. I, I think if you don't say trick or treat, you don't get candy. Oh, I, That's like saying thank you when somebody holds the door for you. No, she said thank you. Does your yeah, boy Classic give out the king size? Oh, he won't want to talk about that. No, um, they went with Butterfingers, and he was not thrilled by it. There were, there were, there were some Butterfingers, Butterfingers are a solid choice, but were they the snack ones or were they the big ones? The little ones. He, uh, he wasn't and he wasn't thrilled. And then the wife was like, Well, you buy candy next year. And he's like, Oh, I yeah. will. Sounds like he has to. Yeah. <laughs> what's her what's her name? Mrs. Classer? What's her yeah, name? Mrs. Classer. We'll call her that. Mrs. Classer, you gotta first off come with the uh you gotta come with the king size. A. B if you like Butterfingers, I stand behind your choice, but you should do a variety because Butterfingers is an acquired taste and it's not for everybody. It's and see, the boat's put away. You got that extra gas money now. You should have been going king size <laughs> on a variety. Yeah, it's funny. Our group calls them mom and dad because like they're yeah. having a kid. So like, oh, hey, mom or like, hey, dad, just like kidding around and shit like that. Yeah. It's they're 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 great. I can't wait to show her this. That's Classer, if you if I come down to go wakeboarding, I will bring some king size candy of your choice. You just let me know ahead of time. <laughs> And Mrs. Classer, you get none. <laughs> hey, hey, be nice. No, I was gonna break. I was gonna say I'll break her off a little piece of the Kit Kat there. That works. Um, oh, speaking of Kit Kats, my daughter has discovered Kit Kats this Halloween. Mm-hmm. So I already have it in my Amazon cart for Christmas. I'm getting her a five pound Kit Kat. One go solid candy. giant. Go candy. Kit-Kat. Go candy. I yeah. I love Kit Kats. My wife does not know that's in my Amazon cart, so I got to keep quiet because I think she's upstairs. We'll keep it low-key. Yeah. All right. Well, we just have one more thing. It's three stars. And this is probably going to go off the rails. So. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Three so stars. both teams have 20 shots on net. The Bruins have two goals. The Dallas Stars have none. So by the transitive property of equality, I would feel that uh, Jeremy Swayman's a better goal than Jake Ottinger. Wow. But all right, go ahead. God, dude. Um, I actually have a two-pick parlay on this. I got the the Bees and the Canucks. So we'll see how that goes. The Who are the Canucks playing? Uh, Edmonton. Ooh. Vancouver's home. So oh, all right. We'll see. Um, all right, so 
you have kind of weaseled your way into Fink's podcast next week. And no, 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 no. Only if only if the stars win, I have to go on there and read about the stars that he writes. Stars like oh. Brownie, dude. Yeah, that'll be me. Essentially. Um, but we're just gonna do jerseys or top three jerseys, I guess. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, so my third star, the Yankee Yankee pinstripes, dude. Um, I always a lot of hockey. All right. I thought it was hilarious. It's always really funny if somebody on the Yankees isn't playing well. Everybody always asks if they earn their pinstripes. For some reason, that always makes me laugh. So I'm going to go Yankees. Number three. All right. So I did hockey. <laughs> Settled on starting swimming on fantasy. Um, so I did hockey only. Uh, and, of course, the Bruins. I actually, you know, the original six, they're all really good, right? I don't think there's a bad one in the bunch of the original six. I do like the Bruins third alternate one with the shimmery on the side and mm-hmm. the stripe on the pants. I like that a lot. And I always, uh, I hated them as a, when they were a team, but I love seeing the uh, Whalers jerseys still. Okay. You know? Yeah. My third star is the Blackhawks. Those are all reds. Mm-hmm. I love that jersey. Love that jersey. So because you picked that for your third, they were going to – I had two potential seconds, and that was one of my seconds, so I'm not going to use those. Okay, fair I'm going to use the black Penguins jerseys that Lemieux and Yager used to wear. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking about if I played hockey, like what jersey I think I would fucking feel like a badass in, and those jerseys were sick. So I'm going to go – that would be my number two. All right. You know what I'm talking about, like the old school Penguins. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with it. Yeah. I got you. Uh, my number two star is a uh, not allowed jersey anymore because the NHL has gotten away from doing these. Uh oh, the Hispanic heritage that Vegas put out last year was sick. And I'm <laughs> yeah. not listen, I'm not a jersey guy, but I like what I like, and those were absolutely <laughs> lights out jerseys. Yeah, no, they're cool. And shout out to my my uh my one buddy Izzy. She was my graphic designer when I was living down in Nashville. She designed the um Spanish Heritage uh Predators jersey. Did she? Yep. Should have her on the podcast, I, man. I, I, dude, she's awesome. She she was she was very soft spoken, but just like it was she was very, very soft spoken. She wouldn't talk that much, but only to people that like she liked, I guess. And mm-hmm. I would always, I wouldn't fuck with her, but like in the middle of the day, we'd just be sitting at the desk. I'd be like, Izzy. And she'd like be like, what? And I'd be like, how <laughs> are you? <laughs> like, I, like, so she was always kind of cool. So shout out to her. Uh, my number one, the Rangers blue, the home blues, baby. They look so fucking good. So fucking good. So that'd be my number one. So my number one could be the Bruins black. I do love those jerseys, but if I'm not going with the obvious, the purple and gold, Oh. The crown kings jerseys. I love those. No, love that jersey. See, I think the black and silver ones that Gretzky wore there were, were cooler than that. Nah. Actually, I like the Edmonton, the old Edmonton jerseys that Edmund that Gretzky and Messier used to wear. The orange yeah. and blue, those I like. And I will say this: they don't wear them, and maybe that's what they need to do. Coach Carp, if you're listening, break out the alternate third jersey red ones. They're pretty slick. Pretty, get, a more, get, a, get a morning skate patch on the shoulder. You Ooh, know? that'd be sick. But that would be sick. All right, guys, that's what we have for this this podcast. Do we have anything else? Oh, we're an hour and a half in on a live podcast with apparently Fink and Jenkins watching. Um, yeah. so, or one of them bowed out. So, uh, Texas brains. <laughs> this has turned into like a clubhouse for you, me, and Fink. Is what it's turned into with with Jenkins coming in and out. Um, no, yeah, let's, uh, 
Uh, oh, no, we still have some time before Thanksgiving, right? We got like a week and a half. I will say this. We have a lot of time. It's the last Thursday of the month. Third Thursday. I think it's. Let me look. Is that the same thing? Could be. Are we talking about two sides of the same coin? Uh, you, you, you're right. It's the 23rd. That's the fourth Thursday. Yep. So it's the second to last Thursday of the month? Ah, right. whatever. Oh, yeah. But anyways, tomorrow is my last day of exterior work. a boy. Two yep. claps. Because it's uh, it's going to be 60 degrees. I got to put one coat of oil paint on this door for someone, and that is it. Put the plow lights on. I got the plow package on the truck. We are good to go, and I leave for Maine come Monday. So the next time we podcast, I will be in vacation land. I love that. Because I'm going up there for two weeks. What? You'll be on island time. Yep, here you go. There it is. There it is. No mute. Just yep, for no, you, buddy. hey, listen, man, that was that was really brave of you to do that. That so. was for you. <laughs> Appreciate that. But so, all right, hey, Gimla, if you're listening, that's the kind of entertainment that I can bring. I can almost do that on command, Iggy, if you want to come on. Yeah. But God bless you, Jerome Ginla. Not a Dallas Stars legend, but a Boston Bruins legend. I love that. always. Guys, thank you guys for tuning in. We will talk to you next week.